Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, Talk Recorded live. And live we are with a wonderful health and wellness for the golden age. Yes, we are all the golden agers here, and we are full of them, vigor, and vitality. No matter how you add your numbers across, you are the age you feel. So always remember that health is your responsibility. And the wonderfulness that we have in our lives is about us learning how to deal with that. And we have much laughter because our... Uh, on-campus comedian has been doing her frolicking as usual. But, you know, I've been reading this book called Tom Clancy's Debt of Honor. And I want to share something with you that are two points that uh, he wrote in the book. Now, I'm going to throw my glasses on gently so I don't break my face. And... uh, (laughs) You know how that is with these crystal faces here. Okay. Now, this book was written written in 1994. He copyrighted it. So we're, we're talking 20 years, 21 years. Now, what he wrote in the very beginning of the book is uh, on page 120. The most uh, – he um, and this is about prime ministers and how they're talking and stuff like that and talking about uh, the uh, businessman. The country was really run by a relative, uh, I'm going to start at the beginning, the the basic problem he understood better than the leaders of the parliamentary uh, opposition. This is in Japan. Japan was not a democracy in any real sense, rather like America in the late 19th century, the government was in fact not in law, a kind of official shield for the nation's business. The country was really run by a relative handful of businessmen. The number was under 30 or even under 20, depending upon how you reckoned it. And despite the fact that these those executives and their corporations appeared to be cutthroat competitors, in reality, they were all associates, allied in every possible way, co-directorships, banking partnerships, all manner of inter-corporate cooperation agreements. Rare was the parliamentarian who would not listen with the greatest care to a representative of one of these Zaibatsu, that's Z-A-I-B-A-T-S-U. Rarer still was the diet member who was graced with a personal audience with one of these men. And in each, in every such case, the elected government official came away exhilarated at his good fortune for those men were quite effective at providing what every politician needed, funds. Consequently, their word was law. The result was a parliament as thoroughly corrupted as any on earth, or perhaps corrupt was the wrong term. Subservient, perhaps. So that that was written in 90, what did I say, 94. So that was 21 years ago. Now, I've moved forward, 
and they've done a great deal uh, to, in this book, there's like four different stories going on. But the one thing they've done is basically crash the economy of the U.S. through the stock exchange. But listen to this. The question here is, but then why the hell did the Great Depression happen? Because uh, it was set up above. The guys who gave the certificate and got the money before the crash, notionally, he did the smart thing. He didn't lose anything. Therefore, the amount of money out in the economy in 1929 did not change at all. So so why did the Great Depression ha- happen? Confidence. A huge number of people really got slammed in 29 because of margin calls. They bought stock while putting up an amount less than the value of the transaction. And we understood that. Today we call that sort of thing leveraging. Then we are unable to cover their exposure. They were unable to cover their exposure when they had to sell off. The banks and other institutions took a huge beating because they had to cover the margins. You ended up with a lot of little people who were left with nothing but debt. They couldn't begin to pay back and banks were cash short. Under these circumstances, and this is the point I wanted to make, under those circumstances, people stop doing things. They're afraid to risk what they have left. The people who got out in time and still have money, the ones who have not actually been hurt, they see what the rest of the economy is like and do nothing also. They just sit tight because it simply looks scary out there. That's the problem. And that's what we're going through right now, actually. So I thought I'd bring those up because here wow. he's writing this 94 about two eras that we, you know, the 1913 collusion and all of that before 1913, then 29, which was totally a manipulated thing. And here he's repeating it in this book for us to get the lesson, no matter what. It and that book was written 20 years ago? I'm sorry, yeah, 21. Wow. wow. You know what the definition of fund is? Funds? Taking fun from the dummies. Wow. And that and that can be true because that that was one of the one of the lines that either um, Baruch said or one of the other guys said. Uh, and I've been trying to read a book about Baruch, but because my grandfather listened to what he said and got his money out in 1926, so he was sitting okay in 29. But Baruch said, the reason I got out was when my shoe-shine boy was telling me what to pick in stocks. It was very much a pecking order thing. The peasants weren't supposed to know anything. And when you get everybody buying stock and telling everybody about it, the, the, the ship is turned upside down. And that's part of why they bought it down. And uh, if you're still in a bank, any of you are still in a bank, please move over to a credit union. All of your fees will drop. You have a minimum pay of $30. You can't take that out. That's your membership fee. It's not renewed and added to or anything. It's just $30. I don't think I pay a membership fee at all at my credit union. 
Well, then, well, you did initially. Oh, I have to keep five dollars in there. Yeah, you have to keep initially something in there, okay. and but they don't charge you for anything, and it's really invaluable for you to be out of the banks and to start signing your name by colon and then print your name. And our credit union, she mentioned that it's totally going paperless in the future. What does that mean? Everything's going to be on a card, and they can control you up and down, even your credit union. I thought it was going to be a chip. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, yeah. that is where they want to go. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if we can, it's important to look at that. Another thing, I sent out a video last week, maybe, or 10 days ago, uh, that Charlie Rogers had uh, forwarded to me about crystals. And I don't know if you all got to read it or look at the video, but the video was very informative of the different types of uh, crystals. Now, whenever I handle a crystal, I get energy. If I don't get energy, I put it down. So, uh, and, and the writer was saying the same thing on his part, which I thought was really interesting that there's somebody else. And, and you all probably get it. You just may not know what your energy feeling is for you. And that's in, indicative for you because we each are going to get something different. But I, um, I took his suggestion of putting crystals in my chakra area underneath my mattress. Well, it's sort of in my chakra area because my chakra heavy. Well, all of them. Oh, okay. It showed a picture of putting it, laying it down your whole spine so all your chakras are taken. But there are so many. There's hundreds of chakras. So what I did is I shoved them under in the approximate area because the mattress is so heavy. And I have it on top of the box spring. And I've been sleeping on those for the last, well, I put it on Monday night, and I've been sleeping the last three nights or four nights with it, and I am going into such deep sleep cool. and having such depth of of um, visions or dreams or whatever. Do I remember them? I, I remember some. I don't, but it, it, they're calmer than the, my normal ones that I've had. I'm usually always racing or, or running away from or trying to trap something or, you know, that kind of hysteria. But I am so <laughs> deep, except Jakey will wake me up. He starts walking around the room. He gets stuck under the bed, you know, these little dog things. And so it's like, oh, i got to get back to sleep. <laughs> but I just wanted to pass that on. So That's that if you're neat. That's wonderful. Isn't that what Caitlin, that tree lady, does? Is she grinds up crystals and puts them in mats? Yeah, just... she does. She does. Caitlin does that. I have used them, but I, and I've used her face mask. But I, um, I got away from using the face mask. But I have it hanging on my bed. But uh, a lot of put it on Jakey. I've worn it out. I've worn it out. Put it on Jakey. (laughs) What? Put it on Jakey. Yeah, I was thinking of that. He'd trip over it. Sorry, it's too big. (laughs) He wouldn't keep it on. I'm just teasing. Well, at two thirty in the morning, I left my window open a little bit. So I've been up since two thirty this morning because at two thirty in the morning, the cat decided to come in. 
and my box fan was up there, and the box fan came flying off the desk and landed in the middle of my back. <laughs> and and here comes a cat, and she stuck her claw in my head on her way down. And I went, oh, no. It's a good thing I'm not going to the hospital today. <laughs> I love you. That was so funny, and I couldn't go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with that. Yeah, the the big thing is that uh, so much of what is uh, going on in our li- lives is really affecting the 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 cats and the dogs. I was really told that today is the beginning of all of our every human being on Earth's heart chakra to turn on because we are we are evolving we are going through this so this last week has been chaotic probably because of that maybe part of it explain what you just said the heart chakra is going through it's what it's going to turn on and we're going to start feeling a lot more love and calmness and those that are that are aware of what's going on you know, and and we'll be getting some assistance in that area from source or whatever. You know, as long as we stay in the now and stuff. Uh, also, I was listening to a program earlier this morning at two thirty in the morning, and this fellow said, I think it was James Gillian, said that there have been one hundred and eighty thousand prophets on Earth since the beginning of time. So, your next door neighbor could even be a prophet. You know, who knows? And I kind of believe all that. I kind of believe that what we've done wrong is we've disconnected from our spiritual side. And that's what they wanted us to do from our insight, from being able to see and see our own powers. I I believe you're right insofar as... uh, what we've all here, well, like you and Lola, Lola's in, uh, have such a great capacity to feel the vibration of others and and read them correctly is, to me, a gift, a great gift. And um, I just want to really support you on, on your going through all that because I I, I can do it on energy like, a gun or a rifle or something like that that's way out of uh, kilter but it it is the idea that we all do have energy sources within us that really are um, telling us the messages we need to hear I think my biggest problem all my life with it has been that I can see it and rather than just soft soap it or try to help somebody with it, I'll just write out call it. You know, and then that makes me the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> if you You're know what I mean. Blunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I'm too honest. I mean I'm yeah. honest but I say it with naughty words <laughs> or you know <laughs> whatever. You know? Yeah. I cut yeah. through the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing and it's uh, proven very interesting on what you're saying. I have an update. We had a f- young fella down in um, Somerville, South Carolina, 
and his son is autistic. And on December 1st, the cops came and arrested him and pulled him out of the house in his underpants. The son? The son. And How he's old autistic. is he? He was 18 at the time. Okay. Okay. So he's a grown, he's regular yeah. size. You know, he's not a little kid, so, which they couldn't have done. It really would have been horrible, more so. However, they, because the kid can't really, uh, he, he can articulate and talk and but he's not that good at it. And uh, for them to have kidnapped him and taken him to court, to the detention center, thrown him in there, and uh, then turn around and want a fine and all this other stuff. But we, uh, the fel- his father went to court yesterday, and I had him prepare the uh, papers to do his executor, uh, being the executor of his son. Mm-hmm. And he declared it, and he had it written. We were, he was all ready with it. And uh, the judge denied it and called him on contempt of court. Now, I want you to get, this is a, a woman we think is not a lawyer. He, uh, Scott thinks she is. But the fact that most magistrates are not lawyers is part of my premise, so I could be wrong. No, you're not. But the thing is, she didn't want anybody else to know that that could work. And Patty? Or, um, yeah, man, go ahead, Lola. I had that same thing. I'm at a car place um, getting my car checked out, so there's noise and it sounds hollowy here. That's exactly what happened to my son when he went in with Bailey at 17 years old, and he declared that he was her, um, he was the legal guardian of her estate, right. and that the judge would be the, the beneficiary. And they they jerked him out of there in handcuffs, took him away. Then they brought the mother and the child in, and they got him under their jurisdiction. They rode him around in the car, just like they did the guy in Boston that they killed. And they and that he was falling out of the seat, and they have a name for that, and they do that to people. And I was amazed they have a name for what they call what they did. They did that to Jeff and threw him all over the car and up over the curb and went over the dippity doos in the street to try to hit his head on the ceiling of the car. Yeah. And then the police called. Then they called back to this car, and then they brought him back. And then the judge said something to the effect, "Are you gonna?" other words, are you going to mind now? Are you going to be a good little boy and listen the next time when I tell you something? These, See, these are out of control. There's a call on coercion. Tra- that's total coercion and bullying tactics. That's There's so, so um, Nazism. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, honey. There's a call on Friday night that I just found out about. I'd heard this man a couple of times. His name is... Stephen Curry, have you heard of him? Uh-uh. Can you send me the link so I can get it out? Because tonight's Friday. I'd love to have us here. Well, I can just give you the phone number. I don't have a, I don't remember the link, but pen. hold on. I'll, Hang on. Let me get my a working pen. Here we are, all neo-thinkers, and nobody's got a pen gonna... in their hand. <laughs> I've got one right here. Go okay. ahead. They're bringing my car back, so I'll have to go. 605 562 
314. I didn't get the last two. 314. And what's his name? Steve Curry. And that's C-U-R-R-Y? Yes. And, the and what's the name number, of the program? I don't remember. The PIN number is 665599-POUND. What time? It's on at uh, 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, and last week they went till midnight. That's probably one of the best calls I've ever been on. But i got to go because they brought my car back and i got to talk to them. So I'm going to move Okay. Out. We'll see All you in right, a minute. Baby. We'll talk to you in a minute. And Patricia. Wow, that's great. Wonder? Yeah. I accidentally hung up the phone when she was giving the number. I got 562 and I didn't get the rest of it. Okay. Phone number. 605-562-3140. I got the pen. 3140. Okay. I've got the pen. 3140-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665-599-665
and that's why we did the um, did the actual executor letter, and it was regarding Jeremy's case and all the officers and the lawyer, and we put them all in there. So we uh, there's a definite case here, and know what they did to the kid? He they kept uh, the judge kept saying, "Do you understand?" And he kept saying, "Because his dad said." No, I don't understand. I don't understand. So the, the, his aunt, his uh, Scott's sister, was told, take him outside and tell him he has to come in and understand. And um, and she told him not to do that. And finally, the kid just got worn down by the, the meanness of the judge. Mm-hmm. And he finally said, I do understand. And he didn't. He had no... no. Well, did they keep the kid in jail? Well, they kept the father in jail for the afternoon, and his sister was able to put bail up. So he got out. He was released, which was good. And um, I was just really pleased because I didn't prepare him in case he went to jail. But he remembered things that he had read and all sorts of things. So he he handled himself very well. Did they get their son back? The son was, well, see, the son's whole kidnapping was done in December of 2014. Oh. They kept him there for 20 days, and there was, of course, a bully in there. And here's this kid, and he's just really not. I got to tell you, special need kids know they have to protect themselves. It's instinctual, and they will do it, but they may not do it in the way you or I would do it. And so, uh, this bully, a grown man, was bullying him, and <clears throat> he's also a pedophile. So uh, the grown man the, was. He was. And in they jail. had him in jail in with a pedophile. Oh, this just makes me sick. But oh, I know. Him. This is why it's so criminal. And so the kid uh, was attempting to work in the kitchen and doing good things, and this bully wanted to attack him, and the kid attacked him and to defend himself because he felt threatened. And the in the you know, in the old days the police used to just turn their backs and let the pedophiling happen. And but Jeremy wasn't in for it. So there there's been a lot of other stuff that this poor kid has been put through and we just wanted him out of the system. So that's what we're doing now. We gotta get him out of the system. Out of girl. It is kill it's gonna be more harmful because all they're doing is harassing anyone's special needs. Who would have thought humanity would? Who would have thought humanity would turn on the least of our brothers? But they've done it over and over, Patty. If you read history, Germany came into a private town and took all the special needs on a train ride, quotes. Mm-hmm. And with uh, they were going on vacation. And three months to four months later, the parents all got a letter that their child, who was healthy when he got on the train, is dead. They took him out and, took, and used him for hunting practice and stuff no, like that. No, they, they, oh. they euthanized everybody. They did it to the... Oh. This was part of what we have as Obamacare. They they took out the old, the infirmed, the handicapped, uh, which they were called then, the special needs, and anybody else. They wanted no 
burdened. You know, I guess just finding it out when you're 60 years old, three years ago or four years ago, just starting to find all this stuff out, it just, it's so incredibly hard to deprogram all these good little, the Lone Ranger, you know, all this Leave it to Beaver stuff. I still want to be in that world. I do not recognize this. I mean, I do now. But I cannot understand how, with so many good people on the planet, how just a few rotten apples could have created all of this. Well, see, that, that it, it's so blatant now, they cannot hide it. And because they cannot hide it, it is the fact that we have now surmised evil. And uh, when, you're, when you're getting evil at this level, they cannot, uh, there's just no place for it to go anymore. There's just too much of it. And that's part of why these uh, continued um, viciousness keep going on. That uh, why And why we need to be at peace within ourselves. If you're not at peace within yourself, then that is going to create your own type of... Um, your, own say, your own demise. Yes. <laughs> your own uh, demise. Yes, your own undermined, and you're also you're, um, creating more of that false energy. See, that's, uh-huh. what, that's what's going on. Because when we uh, succumb to their type of uh, shenanigans, then we are the ones that are perpetrating what's going on. And that's, that's why we have to be more in tune with uh, how we can be better at what we're doing. We really have to be better at what we're doing. What are we doing? <laughs> well, Hi, Clementina. Hi. <laughs> what, what we're doing is the right action on our part. What other people are doing is they they aren't wanting to really face it. I'm being very blatant as to why I don't have a car at school, and some people just blanch and don't want to hear anything more about it. And uh, so I know those are the people that are their heads still on the ground, and I'm I don't push them on it. Because it's not worth it. They they have to come to it on their own, and uh, but we have I I have to not keep saying we. I have to say I have to get off my stuff and go around and talk to the neighbors because there is the point where we just cannot. Uh, none of us can wait for them to wake up. We have to keep them. At least Bye. make sure they've got groceries and stuff and are ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank God for what happened to you. I mean, I'm so sorry what happened to you. But my girlfriend offered me a car a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I, I kept thinking, if I drive a car without a license, I'm going to end up in jail. <laughs> and I said, well, those are self-fulfilling prophecies, but if you're... 
if you are really training yourself on how to talk to these people quietly and thoroughly, they cannot throw you in jail. Well, the title loan company can come and get the car because it's that's why she's not driving it, and the brakes are bad. When you put together the whole fact of the picture, you say, no, Patty, that would not be a wise thing to do. Yeah, yeah, well, that wouldn't be wise, yeah. <laughs> you want a car that works. I mean, I've put money down on a car that isn't working also. However, it's the fact that... Uh, I think we need to um, really move forward in in getting ourselves freer. See, we do not need a driver's license. It has been a fraud from the beginning. The driver's license, when you read the DMV, are for commercial vehicles only. My sad part is that every time I've read it and wanted to copy it, I, I I don't do it right, and I can't find the darn thing the next time. So it's just very frustrating, but it is a commercial license that needs to be insured, not you or I. That's why the – see, and the reason they did that, because commercial has fewer trucks, fewer vehicles, they give the brakes to the corporations, they give all these brakes so they're not making money. But when sucker, mom and and pop, family member comes along, oh, you don't want your children in an accident. You don't want to have your car destroyed. And you've got to be protected. You need your insurance. And then they say that's what it's for. But when you read the DMV, it has nothing to do with protecting you. Nothing. At all. It is only about protecting their the money they've got in the car until you pay it off. And how many people have kept their insurance going way past they paid off the car? Way past it. And how so, come uh-huh. the, the judge in this in Washington twenty years ago? was caught somehow having something to do with getting money from the towing companies that were towing away all these cars. Welcome and to the world. and now he's a state senator. <laughs> hey, shit rises, remember? Shit rises. They towed five exactly of my cars, they... Patricia. Five. That's exactly right. But see, that's the point. He knew the system so well, he was able to get all of that kind of stuff. Imagine all the laws he passed, or their statutes they passed, to make certain you never caught on to what they were doing. I had a police officer show up and tell me. He says, every time your name comes up, before it even happens... In court, I'm going to pick you up. I said, that's against the law. He said, prove it. (laughs) You know, Uh, I used to be a little renegade. Yeah, but that's exactly right. Prove it. And that's now I know. And now, you know, God, I, I kept getting this feeling that someday all of that was going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. And it is now. 
Really, it yeah. is. Yeah. If I wrote a book, oh my God, I, I I've thought about writing a book, and I sit down and start, and I'm writing three books at one time. <laughs> yeah, you'll do that because you've had a. I don't think I, you know, people channel and people get the pen and they get messages that way. None of that stuff seems to work that much for me. Just quiet conversations with my higher power or whatever. And I've met this lady in my town now that is so wonderful. And she had a, a downfall, too. But she said to me two days ago, we do, we go to free comedy clubs all the time, Patty. You are a card. You are going with us. I said, okay. So That's see, right. maybe I'll do comedy. I yeah. was on Jill's call yesterday, and Elaine Ray was trying to call me. And Jill kept saying that she was waiting for somebody to come through. And it was Elaine, but I didn't know that. And then in, in the middle of the call, Elaine calls me. And I said, I'm on another call right now. Can can you call me back in a half an hour? And I think she was trying to call me to tell me she was on Jill's call. Oh. So, I, so I go back on Jill's call. And Jill's talking about this man in Florida or wherever she is. I don't know where she is. And how he's making kale salads and how he's trying to change the world. And so then they they open up my my line and I and I just said I thought of something for that guy. You guys are really inspiring. And then I went. He took a hundred pounds of kale, and then he said, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna fix this world today, 'cause I know what's missing." So he rolled his big sleeves up. And a brand new world began. He created a salad and a lot of food for mankind. And they were all in stitches. And I was embarrassed. But then I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> and, then, and then I said, and then I said, oh. The breadwinner just got out of bed, and I haven't made his coffee. I gotta go. Goodbye. And I hung up. <laughs> and then Elaine called me later, and she goes, "I was calling you to tell you I was gonna talk on that call." And she said, "I am so proud of you. That was just so funny." <laughs> and then we talked over the problem that she's having with her caregiving situation with Ray. And even though we are on kind of different wavelengths, she said, you gave me my answers. And I said, good, because you give me answers all the time. Bless your heart. Uh, that so, is so cool. Yeah. But that, it, it is. The answers come from you don't know where, but they're the right answers for what you need. The right mm-hmm. answers for what you need, you know, because we can all look at things in totally a different way and someone just goes, but I thought of this, and ba-bam. Oh, perfect. You know, and it's it's just such a, a joy when that happens. That's and you know what that extra punch is? What? The humor. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did George Carlin do? Look at all the humor George George was teaching us all the time about the BS, mm-hmm. all the time. And he said it in such a way people were rolling in the aisles 
until they started thinking about it, if they thought about it. And it's indicative that we have to start thinking about it because it's all around us now. There is no escaping any of it. And uh, if we're not tuning in, we're turning off. So it's, it's important that we are doing better than we used to. And that I is also, what's happening. I also heard they cranked CERN up to as high as, higher than it's ever been yesterday. What's the CERN up again? They cranked it up. They turned it up higher than they've ever turned it up. What the collider? The, the uh, collider at CERN. Where they're colliding particles? I don't even know anything about that. You don't know about the CERN particle collider? The biggest machine on Earth? They're trying to open a portal? You don't know about that? Where they're punching holes into the stratosphere? Yeah, yeah. They've been doing that for years. Well, they're trying to make the God particle. You know, this thing... But I think they're going to bring the wrong thing through it. We don't, you know, I don't know. I've been, This is something I've been following. Do you know anything about it, Colin? What was that? CERN. Do you know anything about the CERN Collider? Yeah, it's a, a collider. They're trying to create uh, a proton, you know, they uh, accelerate protons up to near light speed and then uh, aim them so they collide. And they're what doing the that right now. It? Well, they're not sure. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret. That's the biggest part of it. Yeah. yeah. This is our secret military crap. I think. Even so that alien more technology, I'm not sure. So it's about more destruction is what you're saying, of one way or another. They don't know what it's going to do is what we're saying. That's the worst part of all. They're not sure what's going to happen. If they were sure, and it was going to bring heaven on earth or something wonderful, that would be they great. Would but they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> And they don't want heaven on earth. No, they certainly don't. Uh-uh. So it's uh, so. How much of this is real and how much of it isn't? I don't know. You know, but I know that man is stupider than source. <laughs> Thank God. Well, and but uh, the interesting energies that are going on are are behooving us to really, really. Feel the energies around us, no matter what's going on in our lives, so that, whoa, that's interesting because uh, so much is going on that we do have to be cognizant of what energies are playing off of what energies. And what is man-made and what is not, right? Correct, correct, (laughs) because that's a great differentiation. Man-made versus, it's really interesting, this young fellow that I've been talking to, Jonathan, very sweet man, he has a special needs son, his daughter is a very bright young gal, she's just graduating high school, and he is starting to question what's, 
he said, there are lies in the Bible. And he's finally starting to see how I, and I said, that's part of why I don't do it because of what man written and what God written are not always the true written. And so, and even uh, if they were in the beginning, there's been enough adulteration of it throughout absolutely. the years. You know, absolutely. they changed it all. They've changed everything, and in the translations alone, I mean, Colin shared with us about the. Uh, um, I was going to say the Salt Sea Scrolls, the Dead Sea Scrolls, <laughs> that uh, they couldn't. Uh, they they couldn't use them because they were in the interpretation of the interpreters. So it messed it all up. Uh-huh. I mean, you don't want to interpret in your way of today. You need to do it in what they said, not you said. You said, I said, we said, you know, that's all BS said. Well, that's why I'm hoping it's the end of time as we know it. And all of our DNA will come on and we'll have all the answers. Then nobody well, could lie to us, and nobody could be evil, and everything would be wonderful. The ones that don't want to change. I don't know. I've been told that that's why this hasn't happened, is because they want to give everybody a chance. And until all of us start loving these monsters, we're not going to make it. <laughs> well, part of that has truism because of the fact that love is eternal. And if we are doing uh, the judgment that we've all been taught to do, judge this, judge that, judge the other, saying everything is a judgment, uh, we're, not get, we're not gaining any ground. We're, we're actually going backwards. And that, that is very difficult on anything that you're doing because no way can you... Uh, be really upfront about a lot of the stuff that's going on. We have to become the we are we tribe. We are all human beings. We are all human. You know, and it doesn't matter what what religion none of that stuff. We gotta cut all that stuff completely out. Because we're about to make a change. And let me tell you the people on other planets are even a lot more different than we are. And if we can't accept our differences down here, how are we going to accept people that look a lot differently than we do? Well, one of the things that we learned in the program was the fact, stop looking at all the differences. Find out what are your similarities so that you can work together. And that's basically what you're saying. Yeah, if we're all different beings, if we all walk on two legs and have two arms, so what if they've got claws and different faces? You know, they might. Well, I I would love to meet an intelligent bug person. I really would. I think they're probably a lot smarter than me. And one of and I have this idea in my head, that there are certain planets where the bugs look like people. <laughs> well, they know? may call us bugs. So, who We're knows? parasites on something, you know. I mean, it's, it's just, what is your interpretation of a bug? 
What and I keep that? saying, thank God I've never watched any of these movies, but maybe if I had watched some of these movies, I would understand this even better than I do. You know? But, you know, I just, uh, you know, it's all man's. But Hollywood has been given the truth, I think. Yeah, you're right. You know, excuse me, may I? May I? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh-huh. You know, uh, we live in a multiverse, and they say that there are so many universes, so many multiverses, that we can't even wrap our our mind around them. Just to give you an idea, they say that there are 260 million miles, the number of multiverses is 260 million miles long. That number is to, gives you an idea about the amount of multiverses we have. And they say that a grain of sand, a grain of sand uh, has a capacity for 100 Earth-like planets. 1,000. 1,000 Earth-like planets and one grain of sand. And one right. grain of sand. Right, and I saw that too. They say that we have um, uh, thousands, hundreds of thousands of intelligent um, civilizations around us, and they say that there there are civilizations that are three point four six billion years ahead of us in evolution. Mm-hmm. Three billion years ahead of us here on wow. this. In evolution, you're saying we're pikers, then? Huh? What you saying? We're pikers. Well, what I'm saying, what I what I'm what I'm getting around to is that we as human beings do not, we don't know who and what we really are. Uh huh. Correct. And that's the whole problem, and that's that's been the goal and the target for us not to know who and what we are because we are so powerful. That's why all the divisions, all of the divisions and separations and labeling and finger pointing outside of ourselves when the power is within ourselves and when we love ourselves, when we learn who and what we are, uh, when we love ourselves and then then we can love other people and then we understand that we're all one. We're all one. We're all unique expressions of infinite consciousness. You know, so but it it's so it's about it right now right now I it seems to me this is really an auspicious time and it seems to me this is the time that humanity really has to work up wake up and experiment on themselves and find out who we are. And if we don't wake up then, you know, we turn into um Extinct, extinction, um, but we're not victims. We're victors. You know, I know you must have heard about the two-and-a-half-mile comet that's on course to hit Brazil, which will cause a a global tsunami wiping the entire planet out. It's two-and-a-half miles long. And it, when and is it going to happen? Well, I don't know. The estimate is, guess what? Around the time of the Smita. Are you guys ever heard of the Smita? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, no, it's September 20-something. Yeah, that whole month of September, yeah. yeah. That's specific days, too. But, yeah, 
Uh, oh, okay, that's the 15th, okay. But we have the power to change that. Yeah. And we are changing Correct. that. Point. That's the point I'm making, that we, we have to, that I think, no, we have to share that with one another. We have to encourage one another. Just how to look at ourselves and try to connect with ourselves and realize just how powerful we are, and together we can. My prayer has been that we'll have unified intention, unified energy, unified prayer to transform all the <laughs> to transform all destructive comets and evil forces into enlightened elements of positive support. Transform all the evil forces into enlightened elements, sprinkling all all around as opposed to destruction all around. Excellent I don't know. I just, I, no, I just know that as human beings, that when we focus our energy and our intention like that together, we can do that. And that's what we need to see, and that's what we need to learn about ourselves. They don't want us to know that about us. Well, you're, you're bringing up the point that we learned back when we had that horrific um, uh, uh, hurricane. Was it hurricane? Yeah. yeah. Hurricane off the coast of North Carolina, and the people across the country were praying for it to move away from the shoreline and it did. It and there's been did. all kinds of, all over the world, all kinds of prayer that's done stuff like that. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Clintina? The Go ahead. Clintina? Yes. Last night, I heard that through our secret space programs, that they were in the process of liberating a colony of human beings on Mars. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But my heart went out to you right then and there. I had a feeling I should tell you that. Oh, you keep saying my son is on one of those planets with some ETs, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm hoping your son is coming home now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and in terms of, thank you, and thank you. In terms of, um, wow, oh, 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 in terms of this comet, you know, the way I uh, scripted the prayer was, you know, for um, the protection of our civilization and all other surrounding civilizations. I put that prayer together before I ran across that lecture on the multiverses, but I felt encouraged to realize, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. there are many, 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 many other beings beyond us. And they're probably looking at us and laughing, saying, ha, ha, ha. They're walking around in our houses, I think. We just can't see them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, too, is that how much, uh, I'll give you, for instance, my daughter-in-law is very smart. Her daughter, my granddaughter, is going to become a doctor, which I cringe on, but that's her choice, and I'm not going to ever say anything against that. And the the thing is that I, I loaned them my uh, Alpine, which is good in clean air in the house, especially during the winter with it closed up, et cetera. So I loaned it to them to help them have a cool, uh, have a summer free of asthmatic attacks and all this other stuff. Well, she gives it back to me, and the premise and reason is that it smelled. Now, with an Alpine, you get the ozone. It's an ozone uh, oh, yeah. flavor. But like you can right after it. a thunderstorm. Right. And yeah. so 
uh, she was uh, very uh, upset about how, oh, if it smells, you can't have it in your house and all this other stuff. Oh, and I right. said, well, the first time I had heard, you know, smelled ozone, I was a little upset. So I let her have her upset. But her daughter, my granddaughter, was starting to have, as she was calling it, asthmatic attacks. And what I talked to Dennis about, he said she was detoxing. Most, both of those kids are so under doctors and the fear factor of asthma uh, and all wow. this other stuff that they've been raised on. And see, I, I'm the one who gave everybody the asthma because that was my lung thing. But it was the fact that I never made a big deal out of it. I you got didn't give it to them. Oh, did I not? But it, no, it is they were lucky <laughs> enough to be in your family. And, and you know, it's something that all of you have to heal. And that's what it's for, is for us to deal what we've been given. Yes. If we can't deal with what we've been given, then we're going to get a little harder and it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little hard. You know, you know the, the ritual. And, and our so, families are the hardest ones to convince. And I was yeah. told that when I was six years old, that in the end of times, it'll be a stra- it'll, you'll be able to get along with strangers and work out things easier than you can your own family. And I kept going, oh, baloney. <laughs> <laughs> you know now, though, girl. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you know, I'm really surprised at the fact that... Mm, there are really so many high signs of racial division. I mean, accentuated. I've uh, been in La La Land, you know, because I've always, I grew up in a diverse environment, many, many, many diverse environments, and I've never felt or I never felt a division, uh, you know, among the people realizing the history, but never really feel in the division. And I, they have set things up so that there will be this uh, tension and that um, people will be preparing for what peop- I'm hearing people say, race war. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a – we can't have a race war. Sure, they would love to have us – fractured and fighting against one another as they pull off their major scheme to get rid of all of us. You That's know? the point. That's it. That's the plan. That is but the plan. we are seeing it. Yes. And, I, you know, ugliness always raises its head before it's going to do it. And that gives the gifted lovers on the planet a chance to regroup and figure out what we're going to do. Because we are powerful. Well, we and see, part powerful. of the thing that all they're doing is repeating history. Again, mm-hmm. if people would read history, Rome did this back in the Roman time. What happened to the Roman culture? Gone. But their, their uh, psychopathic continued on. You know, the psychopathy continued on. But they're gone. That whole culture is gone. And it is, and it has been directly resulted by the inner fighting. That's why more and more people that we are talking to online and in, in all the different calls that we're combining, 
you're starting to hear we've got to work together. Because just for what you said, Clintina, when I was talking to two officers out here, I said, where did you learn hatred? They looked at each other, excuse me. I said, when you came out of the womb, and I've said this before, did you hate someone? And they all said, no, of course. So where did you learn hatred? And that, Clintina, has been a programming they've been doing around the world. Israeli, Palestinians, Arabs, uh, Assyrians, all these different countries are supposed to hate each other. But back before they started the propaganda, back in the times before the holy wars with the Catholic Church, they all worked together. They came over to here and they went over there. They traveled all around. There were no wars. Didn't need money. They just traded things. That's the point. The money created the wars. Yep. And what we have to is stop the war within us. If we are warring within us against some... I'll give you a perfect example. I was talking up at the Dollar General. And this fellow came in and we were... I, and he didn't come in. I came in and came up to the counter to get my things done. And he, I said, how are you? And he said, excellent. And I said, great. I'm excellent, too. Isn't it wonderful to feel this good? He said, boy, I'm so glad. Because there was a lady that came in. She was angry before she came through the door. She's warring with herself. She went around the store, and he came out from behind the counter and was going to do what you do when you're an employee, straighten out something, put something back. She accused him of spying on her that she might be stealing something. Talk about a guilty conscience. And so he said... She probably was trying to steal something. (laughs) Oh, she probably was. But he said, lady, I am not your reason for your anger. You came in here angry. I am not what caused you to be angry. And he went back to his counter. She was pissing all the way around. And she had a little child. They procreate. That's the problem. Aww. And it's really sad. And, but, but that's, if you're at war with yourself, and I'll tell you, I was at war with myself most of my life because I couldn't understand what was going on. The lies that got perpetrated, why were they lying? You know, that kind of thing. I used to be so angry at my mother for all her lies because she always fabricated things. And, oh, you know, when the the paper says, oh, there were 10,000 people, there might have been 10 people, 10,000 people in the crowd. And they take a picture and there are about 10 people. And, oh, the crowd's already dispersed. But my mother was like that, and I hated that. I hated it so much. My mom only limped two days after she accused me of running over her foot. It was a lie. I knew I didn't (laughs) run over her foot. (laughs) And then she she forgot to limp the third day. (laughs) (laughs) But, But see, your mother made up a story. My mother just fabricated on top of something that had some reality. 
She just was mine did too. I did take her car. <laughs> oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She just always made the story ten times worse than it was. There you are. That's exactly my point. And so that's what we've been living under, that kind of fabrication and propaganda and all the rest of the stuff we know of to where we are at war within ourselves. Yeah, now we do it to ourselves. I didn't want to grow up to be like her, and I'm even worse than she was. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I, I outdid my mother by having a break. Two breaks having children. Otherwise, I did the same as my mother. I have done everything the same as my mother except drink the booze she did. That's the only thing I've done that's different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm allergic to the I'm, booze because when she carried me, I, I, it, it was bad for my system and I'm allergic to it. That's the only thing that saved my bacon. You know, I was going to say that um, who are our actual first teachers on this when we come from the womb, it's our, our parents. parents. That's where we learn hatred. That's where we learn love. That's where we learn racism. That's where we learn how to be lazy. That's where we learn how to be productive. I mean, they are our first teachers. Excellent point. Excellent point, Arthur. You are so right. And, and we did lose is, you at the end of the call last week when you were telling all your yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> medical. Computer, no, my computer decided it was going to reboot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Shut down. Oh. And by the time I got running back again and tried to get back on the call, you guys must have already gotten off because it was said there is no call scheduled at this time. So yeah. I don't know yeah. if you guys got off or. Just well, it was it was t- towards the end. We were almost going to c- turn off at the time you uh, had, had come on, so we stayed on. <laughs> but the issue here was, oh my God, poor Orpha won't know. So we all gave you a big hug so that you know oh. we gave you your. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> oh, we didn't hang up on you. No, I so, know that. No, I looked over. I'm going. What in the world? <laughs> My computer was saying, we're going to reboot. (laughs) I kind of keep hoping the computers do go down. Bruce's mother's phone went down last night, and I went, maybe it's happening. But no, everybody else's was okay. (laughs) No, no, no. Not a way to get around it. (laughs) Well, I do think that everybody's computer will go down for a few days. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we had a strange surge here uh, at the house, um, and the neighbors had it. We had the flash, and then my computer got totally shut off. Of course, it was not a time for me to go to bed, and Jake had already given me the countdown. And so uh, I was preparing to, to shut down almost, but my computer went off, but none of the other lights in the house went off. So I went. I was going to go outside and see what what happened out there. I go out and the yard is pitch black. There's not a light on. There's no stars or nothing. So it was the yard light and my computer that went down. And it was just kind of weird that those two went down. But uh, <laughs> we're we're going to be having more of those little fun things as we go through uh, these changes as we have them. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have changes. Yeah. yeah, 
I don't mean to change the subject. It's happened to think Go ahead. Wonder, did you, I don't know if you've heard, but Sassy passed away. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, when did she pass? It's been, Quintina, when did Gary say she passed? It's, it's been like two Tuesdays ago or something like that. Not Tuesday, oh. but um, like a mo- Monday or something. Anyway, he told us two calls ago, not this past Tuesday, but the Tuesday before. It was on Friday, the previous Friday. Wow, yeah. she was getting up there. She was. She old. was what? I think he said twenty or twenty-one years old, something like that. Well, they, she, she couldn't have lasted she, that long. She. I don't know. I'm just saying that's what he. Yeah. Yeah, because she was. Uh, she was only. Um, I think he said only twelve or thirteen when she was here. Because she was so overweight. She was too overweight, but I'm I'm glad she lasted as long as she did. Who's Sassy? Last time I Sassy is uh, Gary's uh, dog. Okay, I'm thinking. God, you guys are talking really weird about a person dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll send him a note. And well, I mean, the last yeah. time I last time I saw Sassy, she was pretty what? skinny. Was twelve? You saw her in in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Oh, then if she's skinny, then she had something going on. Because she was very overweight. And she was. Yeah. She was. I'm not saying that she was. You know, like rib poking out skinny, but uh-huh. she was thin. She wasn't. She wasn't um fat. But she was always fat here. Mm. I mean, very roly poly. That big fat cat I've had for years has lost about 20 pounds now. You know, and when they get ready to go, I guess that's what happens. I just yeah. When don't you have get older, you lose a lot of weight. I mean, all the all my older dogs, uh, Lucky lost weight. Um, uh, what is it? Jakey lost weight. Chewy lost weight. They've all lost a lot of weight. They, you remember how you see little old men walking down the street? And you know that's not how they've been all their lives. They had muscle tone and all the rest of it. It's just the body shrivels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that, that's part of what it is. But, oh, I'll send him a note. Because Jakey, Jakey was doing so poorly and has this big thing on his neck, but I've been putting colloidal silver. The colloidal silver I got, Clintina, from your um, your supplier, and I've been putting it on. I've been putting drops in each one of his eyes. He's seeing better. He's eating better. He's acting better. I mean, it's amazing what uh, that colloidal silver has been doing for him. Wow! So I'm just real pleased. I want to start putting it in uh, Jake Simon's ears. Has anybody ever done colloidal silver in ears of dogs? I've never done colloidal silver at all. <laughs> but, well, this this said on know. it that the colloidal silver was good to put in the eyes. It was that thin. And he, well, I would think if it can go in the eyes, it would be able to go in the ears. I would too, but I just wanted to see if anybody else... Go online. Else go online. It, it, you should be able to find that easy. Just Google it. Well, I was going to say... Can I put colloidal silver in my dog's ears? Well, uh, uh, with 
Clementina, do you, have you ever done uh, colloidal silver in a dog's ears or anything like that? I've never used colloidal silver at all yet. I have never oh, okay. Wondering, you can you can do that. Oh, good. Thanks, Emily. I I did see you on here. Thanks, because the other one I wanted to do what I also got from Clintina's uh, supplier was a hot spot thing. And I got to tell you, that stuff is so good because I, it must have the MM3 in it or whatever, that MMS in it, because they never go back and niche it. Well, another, they never go back. Another go ahead. you could do if your dog will stay still enough is do ear candling. Because the whole thing, you know, what Black. What the reason for the inflammation and everything is, is all the, you know, hard lymph. It's just the gunk that's up in their, um, in their head, all around their eyes and ears and brain. Mm-hmm. And So if you can clear as much of that out as possible, and if they'll lie still enough, you can suck it out, suck out all the wax with the uh, ear candles, and the other thing you can do is you can make a garlic oil, which is um, what Dr. Christopher used to do way back in the 40s and 50s, and put that in drops, and that just goes in and melts out the, um, you know, the gunk. That's what I need. I need one of those squeeze things so I can suck it out, right? Well, yeah. the, ear candles are, the ear candles are actual beeswax or paraffin hollow candles that you stick in your ear and you light the other end and it actually sucks out, it warms up and sucks out the wax in your ears. Oh, I've never heard of those, huh? Yeah. Oh, those are great. Yeah, uh, Emily and I did it over at her house. <laughs> we were doing contortions, but we got it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Wow. I still yeah. have trouble with my dog's ear, too. So the object is really to just try and get the gunk out any way you can, you know, just with um, anything that will make, loosen up your um, sinuses. And garlic really, really helps. It helped um, my cat with this chronic conjunctivitis that he has. He really just doesn't have it anymore because I started putting garlic in his um, in his food. And then also doing just saline solution eye drops, which is, you know, kind of, you could do that if you didn't have the coil silver. Yeah. Um, I'm a little, I, I use coil silver kind of as a last resort because I'm afraid that, you know, silver is still a metal. And, um, Mammals absorb uh, their minerals much better through the plants that have already taken the the inorganic, you know, rocks, if you will, or, you know, pieces of metal and then um, turn them into what we can utilize and absorb better. So that's why I think the herbs are better if you have access to them. But... But to treat, you know, the colloidal silver, I guess, does does help. You just have to worry about heavy metal buildup later on. Right. That's why well, I collide. I like twice a day 
uh, one in the morning and one in the evening only because of uh, the time frame and uh, his patience because what I do is I reward him when he gets through and he has a little just a little <laughs> breakfast or something, you know. And he goes, okay, get me through this stuff and then I'll eat. <laughs> oh, and speaking of eating and, and dogs' diet, uh, Dr. Morse was saying that that dogs actually do much better as um, vegetarians, just giving them vegetables and no meat. So especially if, um, you know, if the cost I have of a, I have a hard job believing that because animals are canine. I mean, they're, they're... Well, that's what we're, that's yes. what you're told to believe. That's what I believed also. But, but he's, you know, he's a naturopathic doctor that's been practicing on mammals for, you know, I had a vet like years. that too. That, and I had a lady that sold me a dog only if I guaranteed her I would never give the dog any food that had meat in it, because all of her chihuahuas were raised on vegetarian diets for generations. Yeah, and and he says that. Dogs even have a less, um, you know, a shorter digestive process than we do. So, yeah, you know what my dogs really love? Broccoli. Yeah, my cat. If I just cook it a little bit, it doesn't even have to have butter on it for them. They just love it. (laughs) 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 I have one of my cats just loves the cruciferous vegetables, even cabbage. I know these old ends of cabbage and I sometimes just don't throw it right away, you know, as soon as I cut it. And I'll see him up there just actually trying to eat this cabbage and then the other cat just thinks he's crazy, but <laughs> but, the, but the one cat will go after it and, you know, I just... Well, he knows what he needs. Yeah, I think he just is, will eat anything in sight. But. No. <laughs> a real scavenger. Yeah, my my little cat is going through some of her stuff. She's doing a lot of peeing. It's a lot of peeing. So I think that's what's happening with Trooper. Give her some um, definitely. Well, kidney glandulars, and also, um, well, you gave you me can, a, a bottle with uh, some uh, for the the digestive tract. She tries to avoid that as much as she can. The slippery elm. But for peeing, you want to um, address the kidneys. Have you had her um, blood checked? or Mm-mm. you know what her... No, I've just really noticed it this week. So I'm How old is she? We think she's about oh. 10. And wonder. I just yeah. went through... Um, you know, urinary tract infection, uh, actually, I'm still dealing with it. I'm just about on the last leg of it with my cat. And turns out the urinary, um, you know, the, the bladder and, and whatnot, the urine, it's supposed to be acidic. And I was looking this up online about cats and urinary tract infections, and it says that if they if their urine is not acidic, they are very prone to um, these Crystal. infections. And I noticed that when he had this, that he started peeing everywhere. I mean, it was like, cat, what, oh, know. you know, who, who are you and where'd you do with my Weasley, you know? Yeah. And yeah. since I've been getting it cleared up, 
he's not doing it, you know, that anymore. Yeah, but he's but he, was, he, was still using, he was still using the, the litter box, but... Huh? The what are you giving quality, him to clear it up? High-quality um, diet is really important with um, Yeah, that. and yeah. I'm still waiting to hear back from the doctor. He says the biggest thing with the cat is the source of the protein that he's getting. Ah. And I'm giving him this... Um, it's a holistic type of cat food. Um, he he's done a lot better. I mean, I switched him over to this. When I first got him, he was on real bad bad cat food. So I and I tried several different ones to wean him over to a different better cat food, and he just would not touch it. So this one, I are they all canned? Try it or wet? Huh? Are they wet? Is it a wet food that you're giving him? No, or no, it's a it's a dry food. Um, but I have water. I mean, he drinks a lot of water. I have his own little bowl of water. Plus, he drinks the dog's water too. Well, you, you'd probably be able to stop it immediately if you switch him to a quality canned food because cats are supposed to get. If you think about cats in the wild, they're out trying to kill their prey, and their prey are, is loaded with water. And they get the water from their food. They're supposed to. And so, you know, we have the food industry coming up with these dry kibble, which they're never going to find out in the wild. It's not anything that nature would provide for um, obligate Mm. carnivores. So, well, I'm 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 just saying that he he does get plenty of water. I mean, if I left the toilet lid up, he'd drink that too. You know, I mean, it's like he, 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 but I think it. I think she's saying it's lot. more important to have it in his food too. Right. So, well, what kind I, of I had a cat. what kind of dry food have you got him to eat? Maybe I'll try to find some of the canned. My very first cat. Um, before I knew anything about cats or anything about natural medicine, I just did everything that the conventional vet told me to do. I gave him dry science diet, and I got him neutered probably, you know, the first day that of age that cats are supposed to be old enough to be neutered, and I think I should have waited. But mm-hmm. I just did everything that the conventional vet said to do, and I gave him science science diet dry for so many years and he developed a uh, feline um, urologic syndrome which is where and it's it's deadly in male cats which is where just as you were saying the pH in the urine gets uh, messed up and crystals form in the in the male you know urinary tract and it blocks the urine from coming out and if you don't quickly bring your cat in to be on, you know, uh, to surgery so that they can catheterize him. And it was just a big painful thing. And then I finally got the, discovered Anitra Frazier's The New Natural Cat Book, and she was saying what you can do to stop those episodes from happening is give your cat um, lots of vitamin C, and that will, uh, and also re- what I used to do is give him vitamin C and rescue remedy in water, diluted it, and just gave him a little syringe in his cheek. And um, that would um, sort of dilute, um, break down the crystal. So in, you know, six or eight hours, he was finally able to pee in his his litter. 
But, um, you know, before I knew about that, I would just, I, I don't know how many uh, trips to the vet at the middle of the night um, he had to endure. And it's just terrible. And I was following the, I was following the vet's uh, instructions. And it just shows, goes to show you how clueless the so that was. Western med- the vet yeah, it's Western medicine. Vet He was counting your money doc. every night. <laughs> what? He was counting all the money you were giving him. Yeah, exactly. And so it was this book on natural that's, medicine. That's if I had if I had discovered it sooner, the poor the cat would have he ended up dying at only age nine and I was devastated. It was my first cat. I had taught him to do tricks and not to scratch and give paw give the other paw lie down sit up speak you know everything that the dogs can do and more um and just i was just devastated and so never again so with the next cat i never ever did any of the what the vets told me to do i also had brought that cat in for all of his shots you know every six months more shots and oh Never, ever, if you want a cat to live a long time, just avoid the vets like the plague. Amen. Who would have ever thought at the end of time we would find out that our doctors and and pets and human being doctors are the worst thing that could ever happen to you? And so we never used vets. When we had dogs, we never used vets. They were even around. But also one thing that I did do to... um, you know, immediately when I got that book, the new natural cat book, is I switched him over to a home-prepared raw meat diet and vegetables. And um, then I made the mistake of listening again to the vet who said she was concerned that he wasn't going to get enough taurine. So I put him back on, I put him on this prescription canned food, which he hated the taste of. I know he must have just gotten depressed and that just kind of led to his you know, his demise or just didn't mm-hmm. contribute to him being very happy because he liked the other food much better. And if I would known, I just would have said, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. The, any raw meat has loads of taurine in it yeah. by itself. You don't need to supplement with taurine or worry about the taurine content. And, of course, I didn't know that until it was too late. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's the sad part. It is, uh, but yeah, I mean, you right. can do with with your with your supplements or whatever. You really can do so much more than what any vet can do. And with diet, diet is key. You know. Well, you know what I've had to do is take uh, have the dogs on grain free yeah. food because yeah. the grain is so deadly. Yeah, that's on the, what they're doing. Yep, and that's what Doctor Morse also says about. And dogs, just, you know, giving them vegetables, not greens, you know, just the vegetables. Well, see, I I wasn't even giving them just vegetables. It was dry food, but it's a turkey and sweet potato mix. So they are getting a vegetable. Yeah, but then read the rest of the ingredients on them. Yeah, well, I switched them over to a beef thing, not remembering that beef is all GMO. These dogs suffered, and I had to get them off it. It was just terrible. You know what I learned the other day is that mushroom compost that you get at Home Depot now, they used to carry a 
a better brand. But now they carry this brand and it has no label, no ingredient label. And the guy at one of the kids at Home Depot who was helping me said that the mushroom, all mushroom compost is chicken um, poop. Oh, my God. And I said, what? I said, I, tr- I want to keep this a plant-based, you know, amendments to my garden. Right. And, oh, wow. And I could not believe And so he, we looked, He, you know, I went over to the mushroom, the only brand of mushroom compost that they're selling. It has no ingredient label, and it was only, the price of it was about one-third of what the other brand was that they used to carry that was actual mushroom compost. That's why you questioned it? Yeah, I was wondering, well, wow. why don't you have the brand you had last year? And um, so, and then he told me, and now it stands to reason because they don't want to put on the bag what's really in there. Yeah. yeah. We oh. need to put that across the Internet then because that, that's exactly where we have to show it. And then, because then I said, well, you know what? It's probably loaded with GMOs because the chickens right. are given the corn feed when the corn is loaded with GMOs. So indirectly, you know. GMOs, yep. Oh, man. See, it's those kinds of little uh, pieces of of information that are what we do have to tell people about because it is so deadly for their animals. Look at how many animals died because they got these treats. I mean, I was given treats. That's what killed Janita. That's yeah. what killed my Janita. Oh, okay. Those because they, they were coming from China. Yeah. And what, in China, they were gathering up anything on the ground and putting it into the street. You don't know what crap was on the ground. Nothing was sanitized over there. And, the, and there was a lot of animals that died over that. So I, I buy nothing uh, that comes from China as far as the treats that I'm I stay away from all that treat stuff anyhow. I, I give them a little biscuit at night and a little one in the morning. So. My dogs have their own treat. They like to chew on grass once in a while. <laughs> I think that's fine. Well, I, uh, Peppy does that all the time, and I don't know if she's sick or what what it is that she's No, she's getting, she wants grass. nutrients. And, you know, we can, that's one, one thing that we can all remember is that all grass, the whole grass family is edible. We just can't maybe I would stir wheatgrass yeah. into their dog food. Right, exactly. Wheatgrass or any of the other kinds of grass. Ah. But the the thing is, though, at least for humans and probably for dogs also, is that the it's, the juice from the grass is better than because the the um you know the cell the grass itself is not digestible very mm. easily. It's very very hard. So, so it behooves us to be sure they're getting those kinds of nutrients. Because I know Randy, wow. uh, our guy out in uh, Virginia, was always teaching us how to eat grass. Yeah, you just want to chew it up grass. and then spit it out and just suck yeah. the juices out. Can, wouldn't it just be easier to eat, eat it as sprouts? Oh, yeah. Well, sprouts, well, that's different. Yeah, I mean that's much that's a much whole different family. Yeah. Yeah, just get the seeds in um a mason jar and an yeah. old um Well, I've got a set up for doing all that. But I mean, can I feed the dog sprouts in their dog food? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that would okay. be that. That's that's giving that. them soup. That's like a superfood. 
That's what well, I did anyway, and I always have all these leftovers. I don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. I'll feed it to the dogs. See how stupid well, we are? With, with, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Uh, with, the, with the fact of, of, of feeding the dogs, um, the sprout, will the cat eat the sprouts? Well, he's out there eating grass, too. You have to really disguise it, mix it into their meat, you know. Okay. It's not much to look up on the internet. You know, I'm sure somebody, if not in the United States, overseas might know. And maybe they are feeding animals that. Another thing that's really, really good for the urinary tract is parsley. So any parsley that you can get in your animals. Hmm. It's really really good for the kidneys and... Really uh, but uh, it should be again. We probably should be very selective with it being um, organic for the fact of being GMO. Grow it yourself. Well, it's easy to grow. I don't think we have to worry about parsley yet with GMO, but we certainly have to worry about anything, any corn derivative or soy uh, derivative. Um, okay. They started. Jeffrey Smith said that they started experimenting on. Some summer squash, and um, so, but any any derivative of corn, soy, and um, cottonseed oil or cottonseed. Um, <clears throat> have you tried any? Have you looked into any of the NLA um, um, seed the seed banks that they're uh, promoting? No, but I I know that there are lots of seed banks out there. There there what? I I know that there you know I know about that the um, the globalists, for instance, have their seed bank that they've been yeah. you know filling for years and years and but um oh. if you have a garden, just grow some of your your um, vegetables just for seeds and save the seeds. Yeah. That's the best That's way to do it. Way you know that it's going to grow on your property. Plus, you know it's organic. Plus, you know it's free. Yeah. Wonder. It's in your control. <laughs> I just punched um, feeding sprouts to dogs and cats into my computer, and I'm noticing a little way down it says why alfalfa is not recommended for pet diets. But the first thing that comes up says four legs of love. Sprouts for dogs, sprout people. Sprout people or dot org four legs of love sprouts for dogs. We made we made a sprout mix for dogs specifically, though humans can eat them too. We grind just before feeding them. So I'll look into this. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah they're well, easy you... to make. The the sprouts are easy to do, you know, inside. You don't need a garden or anything. No, huh. You just need some way to use them all up. And ha- my relatives tell me they think I'm trying to kill them if I try to give them sprouts. <laughs> yeah. How do you know they aren't rotten? Well, because look at them. Look at my bag. I, I even took them a bag of mine over and bought a bag from the store, and they took the bag from the store. <laughs> okay. 
Well, Patty, can you send me that link so I can send it out to people? Because that is sure. a great thing to add. I appreciate it. Oh, it's in Google. Let me click on it. Let me figure it. I'm so terrible about being able. I hope it's something that I can send. Let me see. Try searching for alfalfa sprouts. I bet you get a whole nother list of specifics. Okay. Uh, let me just give you the H. Let me just give you the thing. Okay, hang on. Let me get my little handy handy pencil. And go ahead. Sprout people. Sprout people. Dot org. Dot Slash. Uh huh. And then the number four. Dash. L E G S. Dash. L E G S. Uh huh. Dash of O V. I mean O F. <laughs> dash. <laughs> love. L O V E. Dash sprouts dash four dash dogs. Is four the number also or F O R? No, it's F O R. Okay. Why don't you just send it to her? Uh, because I don't know how to send email. Do that. Yeah. My com- so, I, there's uh, there's something wrong with the kind of computer I have, and I will try. You know, I don't have. So, what is after the second four dash what? Dogs, D O G S. And then D-O-G-S. it has a slash. You can so, try entering uh, that. And I will try sending this too. I'll figure it out. I can put yeah. it on Facebook and then go in and send it to you, maybe. Yeah, but see, I don't go into Facebook and I can't want you to join it. I can pull it so, off of Facebook and send it to you after oh, okay. I send it to myself. Well, you know, if you went up to your address line up there and just kind of swooped across it with your uh, mouse or however you do it and just make it all highlight and then just click on... I don't have a kind of computer that does that, okay? Oh, okay. I keep trying to tell people that I have a MyGate computer and it's for old people and it doesn't let me do that unless I open it up without MyGate. It uh, it protects me. It's it's really protected me from doing anything wrong. But I haven't. <laughs> if I go into my gate and learn how to use that to send emails, it would work. But right. I don't. <laughs> so well, Patty, Patty, can I just go over this? Um, Sprout people. Um. Dot org forward slash four, number four hyphen legs. Did you see L E G S? Uh huh. Okay, hyphen of hyphen love hyphen sprout hyphen four hyphen dog dot one. Uh-huh. Oh, there wouldn't be any. Then there was a slash after it and nothing else. But okay. now looking at this, I think all you'd have to do is type sprout people into your Google and it would send yeah. you to these people. That's what I would do anyhow, yeah. Cool. Okay, eight eighty-eight a pound. Red clover, alfalfa, broccoli, seven lentils, mung beans, and hollis oats. And another place is Handy Pantry. That's where I get my seeds from. Okay. Oh, good. Handypantry dot com. Handy. And you can get five-pound bags, which is much cheaper than the smaller ones, mm-hmm. smaller size. So then. And they'll last a longer time. That's great because I've I've got to do something. I, I these little guys need to have some more nourishment. And you might as well eat them yourself too. Oh yeah, yeah. I I you can just make a whole. I 
use a tablespoon and it fills up a whole quart jar or even more sometimes and then you can just eat half of that put half of that on a, you know make a vegetable sandwich or something and you're getting getting tons and tons of good minerals and you know good stuff hey, Patricia. yeah and it Maybe costs you... about, you know, 10 cents, you know, 10 cents worth of seeds or something. I know. Maybe you could have Aeon, a- whatever his name is, come on and talk to us about Sprouts again. Remember that oh, man? Oh, my I haven't talked to him in ages. Yeah, Aeon would be interesting. Aeon, you know, I... Sprouts. Yeah. 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 He sparked me. He was one of the first people I heard on a Neothink call or on one of the oh. phone calls. And Yeah, we boy. had him, yeah. Well, John Kohler in on GrowingYourGreens.com, if you go to his channel, GrowingYourGreens.com, and then just type in Sprouts. Okay. And he's got tons of, you know, he does field trips and he goes to these places where they do nothing but um, sprouts. And plus he's very knowledgeable himself, plus he makes sprouts for himself. And so he's got some good videos, and his videos are generally pretty long, at least you know, 15 or 20 minutes, if not longer. Emily, so, what was that name again? It's growingyourgreens.com. Growingyourgreens. Greens is plural? Yep. Okay. And his name is? John Kohler. Is that T-O-L-E-R? It, it's K. It's like the... um. You know the the toy the plumbing manufacturing. Oh, K H O L E R. K O H L E R. Yeah. K O H K O H L E R. Okay. And he he practices what he preaches, and he's been he walks his talk. Yeah, and has been for like over twenty years. Wow. That's what we need. We need more of. That kind. <laughs> no wonder they want to shut our internet down so we can't find out how to heal and eat. And <laughs> oh, yeah. It really is Agenda 21. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you know what? He's even been a victim of the see something, say something um, he's, you know, um, program. He said he, in one of his videos he talks about how the authorities came and wanted to search his house. He happened to be away on a uh, field trip or something, but his roommate was there and let the authorities in to search the house, and they went in. They thought he was growing pot in his bathroom, and he just had his tree collards in there. And so somebody, a neighbor, had seen something growing you know, inside his house and had seen the lights, the grow lights on or something. and. Uh turned him in and then oh, of course they, but and then he's he's since he's so has such a high profile now on YouTube in the gardening arena um you know he learns about and comments on these other situations in other states where people have had to you know dig up and shut down stop you know growing things in their front yard gardens and his his whole um Premises that everybody should use their front yard to grow, grow vegetables and grow food. He says that you know people's front yards are a total waste of space, and they are. And I agree. You know, I just I was thinking that you know if I had to h- hire somebody to cut my lawn every week, it would cost 
like $700 right. a year to do that. And I just, I was trying to mow my lawn. My lawn was getting so, the grass is getting so tall and everybody else has these little perfectly manicured uh, lawns. And my neighbor, especially on one <laughs> side, has like a golf course. Right. So I, I didn't want to, you know, have create bad blood between my neighbors. So I was frantically trying to get my mower to start. It would not start. It was a gasoline, you know, fallen. Um, <laughs> oh, and if you kept, and if so you kept, I kept the gas in over winter, it, it, it screwed yeah, it up. Yeah, it was probably that. and it probably, So then I thought to myself, well, I've had it for three years. It doesn't owe me anything. I didn't, I spent less than $200 on it. So I decided that I hate gasoline uh, lawnmowers, and it turns out that now they have these rechargeable electric ones. Uh-huh. So I got one of those, and it's so nice. It's so much quieter, and it's light, mm. and it was pretty expensive. But still, when I figure if I had to pay somebody to cut my lawn, mm-hmm. even what I paid for that, lawnmower is less than what I would have to pay. And all the exercise and wonderful work you're doing, that's neat. Yeah, and it even this one even has a, has a, a um a headlight so I can mow my lawn at night. <laughs> You'd be going to town on that thing. <laughs> well, it's kind of temperamental though because I was reading in the manual that it, you need to let it cool down to 70 degrees to start it and I thought what am I going to have to wait until October to mow, mow my lawn with this thing does it have a butt where you put the thermometer in to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I just think you look at your thermometer outside your front door and see but because, because at one point because when I, I was so eager to mow my lawn when I got it home I started mowing it and then the red light came on I thought oh my god and then it stopped and I tried to start it again it wouldn't start and I thought oh god you know I haven't even had this for one day and now I've broken it yeah really and so but you haven't well so then I recharged it and I you know it was then I let it cool down and I went out at night and it was still you know warmer than 70 degrees and but at least it started and I was able to finish so well you know what I bought now you're making me aware I got an electric weed whacker so I wouldn't have the cords going all over the property yeah that's it's really and nice. it charged it char- it gives you 40 minutes and yep. as I told Wes out here he's like 72 so I said it's 40 minutes of charge so we that's all you and I have the string for is 40 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what they were saying on the forums. Yeah, I went on the forums when I was looking, you know, deciding on what brand I wanted and everything. They were saying some people were commenting and saying, "Well, it gives you a good excuse to stop because you know, <laughs> yeah, your battery oh, runs God, out." Oh God! Thank you, ladies. How much did that cost me? The the electric one, the little electric weed whacker. Weed whacker was thirty six in Heartland oh, magazine. And then what? In the Heartland uh, catalog. Oh, good, because that's what I'm Go getting for my and birthday. Go online Heartland because that's where I got it. I got my lawnmower from there. It's a pusher, but my, I have so many different kinds of grasses. Where my main thing <laughs> is that I do, I can mow it because it's level. But when it has to go up and down hills, it's just not doing it. So that's why I got the weed whacker, and I've got all Aww. these little knolls and 
stuff like that. And they're getting so tall, the dogs are getting lost. <laughs> so well, Bruce has quit mowing the lawn since he got his job. Plus, it's right. kind of a mess out there. So I quit watering it. So now all I have is all these great big long dandelions. So yesterday, I got the weed whacker out. And I was just about to start weed whacking so I could set up my bird feeder. And he came home. I thought I heard his car. And he walks out on the back porch and he goes, You left the door open and all the flies and bugs are going in the house. And I said, Yeah, I know. They're going in and then they're going to fly out my window. They're just cruising on by. I'm not. Because <laughs> I'm not going to let him upset me, right? And I said, I just got a weed whack right here so I can set up my bird feeder. But if you want me to fix your breakfast, I will if you come out and do this. So I come in the house to do it, and the damn thing breaks while he's using it. Thank God. Thank God it didn't break while I was using it. (laughs) And I'm on the floor laughing. (laughs) And And then, so then I decide I get a new one for my birthday, and then he comes home last night and he goes, well, you know, I will get you a new one for your birthday, but I can fix that one, too, for $5. I said, it's too big. I don't want to use it. I'll end up whacking my legs off. <laughs> so I'm getting one, too. And then I won't have to worry about him mowing, and I can water the lawn again so it can grow. Good for you. See, it's all getting so hot all... so early this year. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a hot summer, but one of the things to keep, and this is part, I think, it goes back to the, um, uh, what is it, the uh, harp thing. If they're still controlling, supposedly they're not, but if they're still controlling, then we get the... um, we get this kind of a fluctuation. They were saying that that's what they were doing with the droughts in the different area. So it's important that we we deal with our stuff our way. I. And wouldn't you think? Wouldn't you think it even after they shut this stuff off, it's going to take a few months or maybe a couple of years for our planet to level out and go back to being normal again? It will, and just like you and I or any of us recuperate from any kind of an illness. They, it has mm-hmm. been ill, and it has been cruelty. So uh, I think you've got a good point there. So it's going to mean we have to be patient is what I'm Yeah, wait, I keep do. wanting it to happen overnight, darn it. <laughs> it's not going to happen that way. I know. I keep it, wanting it, them to it, announce the sorrow and have it all... Yeah, yeah, we've all been wanting this. Uh, yeah. I've been wanting it since the '90s. So I mean, and I'm I'm going. You know, I don't care if it gets here or not. But we know I've we're closer more. than we've ever been. You guys, we're closer than we've ever been. That's but, what keeps me going. Well, the point is that we are better now than we were in '90s. We would never have appreciated it in the '90s. Here we are, under having more cognizant understanding of what is going on that we can appreciate the value of what we might get or not get. Because if we don't have it, we're no farther ahead. It's the old line of the boy asking the girl out for the date. Before he asked her, he had nothing. If she says no, he still has nothing. So, you know, it's the same premise. We just really are growing and 
that's the value. That is the total value of what we're getting out of this, how much you've grown. I know I say it every week because it really means how much you have been growing in your own space. Look at how you handled the Jill thing. Look at how perceptive you have been on other things. Look at each of us, how our stories are coming out. And it's, it really is a great va- advantage we've been doing. So I'm just, I think y'all are cool. Super cool. <laughs> I think we need to take a 15-minute break here and let Colin tell us what the heck is going on. <laughs> Whoa. He never Colin, gets to talk. To I want to hear from Colin. All right. Colin, speak up or forever speak up. (laughs) Colin, are you with us? Maybe he's unpacking still. No, he's got a cat that pounds on the door. He's having more fun. Colin, are you with us? Are you awake? Colin. Calling, Colin. Calling, 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 calling. He's in the bathroom. Earth to calling. Earth to calling. Earth to calling. That's a good one. (laughs) We might have put him to sleep, but I don't hear him snoring. Usually when he goes to sleep, I can hear him snoring. (laughs) Remember? At long distance. (laughs) He told me he was going to... A long time ago, you could hear him snoring. (laughs) <laughs> we used to hear his beard rubbing on his cheek, but um, that's it. Mm. But what's going? Well, let's continue on. He'll come back. He'll find we were yelling for him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah, he was going to talk out. about that generator. He told me he yeah. was going to yep. explain how to put that together. Oh, there he is. There he is. There Hang he is. on. Are you with us now? Yes. Okay. (laughs) We've been calling you. (laughs) Daddy has a better voice than I do. But uh, we're just wanting to catch up with what's going on in every place or whatever you've learned. How was your move? That's fine. Yeah, he's he's all settled in. I'm assembling a pump assembly for my... water-saving uh, cooling system for my uh, water still. I've got to pick up the last component today when I go into town. Yeah, Radio Shack down the street's not there anymore, so i got to go into town to go to Radio Shack now. Oh, wow. They closed the one out by you, huh? Yep, they closed oh. it. So how far is that? How far do you have to drive to get to one? Uh, about 12 miles. Oh, that's not too bad. He's in Reno, so it's a smaller town. Yeah. It's it's cool. Yeah. I don't think it's cool. I think it's very hot there. (laughs) (laughs) Not right now, John. It's cold and wet. Right now? I thought you... It's going to be raining the day before it's over. I thought you might have moved way into the country where you're four hours away from closest gas station. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he didn't do that yet. 
But what did you listen to Drake? I haven't gotten. I've been doing my schooling. Yes, so did. Anything newer? Not really. Uh, It's coming along. (laughs) Limping along. Yeah, well, this thing's just like a slow motion train wreck. Right. We know it's going to happen. We just haven't got it all (laughs) moving. (laughs) It's it. Yeah. Oh, dear. It'll be good. I'm It'll getting so used to it that I fell asleep during False Flag Weekly last night. So I don't know what's happening, False Flagly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys hear that um, the Walmart closings have nothing to do with Jade Helm? That they actually had to do with a union issue? Oh, court. this is new. Now what? And um, It's probably one of the reasons. So that, you know, I guess they just had so much, you know, ability to just not have to um, give in to the unions. They just decided to just shut the stores down and tell everyone it was a plumbing issue and then and then re- rehire all new people so they won't have to deal with uh, Yeah, for less money. Right. Well, what's interesting about that, they're shutting them down in China. They don't have unions over in China. Oh, and the, I heard also that China um, bought up Walmart and Sam's. They're going to they're gonna change the name... Um, Sam's Club is going to be called um, Mao's Club or something like that. I can't remember. But if you if you Google that, you'll probably find the whole story about how Walmart's been bought up and Sam's Club has been bought up by China. That is. Are we so. going to get dog treats instead of food now? Oh no, they'll be worse. <laughs> they'll be worse. <laughs> Even worse than we, what you think is possible. <laughs> yeah. There won't be any control on any of it. Where's our Brasleri? And I think that's our only way out. We can't eat, we can't drink, and we can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you living? Huh? There's got to be a way to do this without doing all three of those. <laughs> Pretty yeah. difficult. It's it's going to be an interesting uh, summer, that's for sure. We're going to have a very interesting summer. There's no way around it. Something interesting is going to happen all the time, and and that's that's why these programs are good because we're able to glean something better out of each one of them. So this is good. That's what it's they don't pretty like. bad when you don't even want to plant a garden because of all the chemical sprays you've seen going on all winter and summer, spring long. And I'm just looking at my garden and all that crabgrass. And I'll go out in it and I'll dig it up a little bit. And then I'll go, I don't like you this year. <laughs> so... I've decided that when I get my check next month, I'm just going to buy 
a couple of tomato plants that are already growing and just get a few things and put it in, you know? And then the sprouts and stuff I can do in the house. That may be our solution for a lot of this because I felt the same way because the um, I just haven't gotten the oomph to get out there and do it. So. I ate a, my first strawberry out of my strawberry patch yesterday, and I immediately knew I was radiated. <laughs> no, <laughs> it tasted really good. It really did, you know. So I have all that coming on, and the raspberries are starting to come on too. So well, that's good. I will eat those. Another really, really easy thing to plant is um, potatoes. If you have any organic potatoes that are going bad and starting to, you know, sprout eyes. Mm-hmm. I had, I've got three bags of them. <laughs> well, I only had one one potato or one and a half potatoes, and I cut off the little eyes and I put them down um, in soil. And actually, I did this last um, fall, and then had them outside. Then we got a frost, and I thought they were dead. And I just brought the um, the thing in, and I just thought it was just you know I just forgot about it. And then. Just the other, about a week ago, I was going through the soil because I wanted to try and reuse the soil, and I was digging up the soil, and the the potatoes had grown without my watering it or anything. Yeah. And I found potatoes in there, and I hadn't done anything to it for months and months. I I just set Mm -hmm. a basil plant in there, and I'd watered the basil plant a little bit, and that's all, and it, you know, it, it, um, the water wow. went through the the holes of the container that the basil was in, so it got a tiny, tiny bit of moisture, and that was it. And so I I looked, I couldn't believe it. There were red potatoes actually in there. They weren't mm-hmm. full size, but they were healthy and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, wow, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, so it is good. So if you want something easy to grow, either inside or outside, that you don't even have to take care of, and you can pretty much forget about it for months. I had that happen, too, with me. Um, One year I planted some rotten sweet potatoes. Well, nothing really happened. But the very next year, then, sweet potatoes came up, and I did get, they were small, but I didn't even know you could grow sweet potatoes in Washington. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's these accidents that are fun, aren't they? Or when something's coming up and you forgot what you planted there and you're not sure what it is. <laughs> now, why does no, that, that theory work in the refrigerator? Oh, I really want that container, but I don't want to take the lid off of it, so I'm throwing the whole thing away. <laughs> I take the lid off of it and give it a big old whiff and decide... Uh, that was not a good idea. <laughs> God, I did that with horseradish one time, and my eyes watered for three hours. <laughs> mm. Oh, dear, horseradish does get your attention. Don't good. snort it. I was just supposed to sniff it, but I think I snorted some of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, that'll learn you. Won't it? out my sinuses. I don't think I had a cold for two years. 
Hey, that's a natural way to do it, right? <laughs> well, I should look into the med. I'm sure horseradish has medicinal properties. No, it does. What are they, um, Emily? <laughs> yeah, it's a great, great way to um, clean out your sinuses. And um, I know Dr. Um, Dr. Page, who wrote Healthy Healing, talks about. Um, letting it, making, um, just taking straight horseradish, peeling some or grating it, and then um, just sucking on it or or chewing it and swallowing it if you can, and then just hanging over the sink and letting all the mucus come out of your nose, your nose and everything, just letting it just all from all. All orifices. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wonder if it burns when it's coming back out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> that is graphic. <laughs> well, let's well, you know, try you know, it on Thursday night, and we'll see if any of us can talk on the phone call Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. A little bit more pleasant way of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> is doing my oil pulling. Um oh. I use I use organic uh, organic coconut oil, but um while I'm got it in my mouth, I'm you know around doing other stuff and one of the things I do is I get my cat taken care of. I go in and feed him and take care of his kitty litter. And what happens when I'm bending over to clean up the kitty litter, my oh. nose and everything starts running. <laughs> because Doing the oil pulling does clean out your sinuses. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've, I've done it while I was in the morning, but I didn't. I haven't bent over. I, you know why I spit it, though? I don't put it in my little jars where I was putting it. I I put it on the garden so that the rain and everything puts it right in there and helps fertilize the soil, I hope. <laughs> your oil pulling? Yeah, when I do, I do the coconut oil, and I go. Oh yeah. Oh, so you spit it in your garden? Hey, yeah, I put it in the garden. Oh, you're one step away from the final, the final best yes, thing yes. for your garden. Now you got to start peeing all the way around your garden. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but that, you now know that's ex- that's exactly what a, the we had a gal here. Her husband used to do that. He would go out every morning and on their compost, he would pee into the compost because it's the healthiest time to do it. And she said if, if they had the best compost that year. <laughs> I'd put a coffee can in Bruce's bathroom three years ago and would take his morning stuff to put in my <laughs> composter. So then I didn't have to buy all those chemicals. Yeah, that's so important. <laughs> There you go. There you go. But I think you need oh, to use way. women's pee instead of men. I don't know. We haven't figured all this out yet. Yeah, they don't tell you if it's woman's pee or man pee. Whatever. Take the men are magnets where we're electric, and we're electric where men are magnets. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of dancing around to be able to write your name in snow with being a woman. <laughs> You've heard that one, too, huh? <laughs> I think we could build a contraption. A 
special straw. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we'd need to build one. I'm sure you go to any um, one of those kinds of stores. I'm watching my mouse here. Um, and find a contraption already made. Now, wait. This is not an X-rated call. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot when you got little pictures around, it is. <laughs> when you got people that talk in pictures, yeah, it's kind of hard to talk. You can say nice you're, things. You're, miss, you're missing the point, Patty. I got two what? little kids here. That... Oh, oh, those kind of pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, yeah. Aren't they a little young yet? Maybe not. <laughs> I guess they probably know more than we do at that age. Well, I mean, today you never know. Well, let, let me, well, let me tell you. I don't know, I probably shouldn't put this on the recording, but um, my little guy here, he's just now starting to figure out the the whole potty training thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching his sister, you know, go in there, she takes off her diaper. Well, she doesn't have her diaper now, but, um, you know, he's been watching her. You know, take off the diaper, you go to the potty. So he's he's got the taking off the diaper part now. <laughs> and you tell him to go potty, he goes in there and does it. But yesterday, <laughs> I had just put his diaper back on because he had just gone in there and peed. And I'm no, you're not going to just keep taking your diaper off. So I put it back on him, came back here in the dining room. I was doing something. And I looked up and he was standing there on the couch. And I'm going... That's just, you know, the the arm stands up where, I, where you can't really see, but I can tell he was standing on the couch. So I get up and go in there. He's got his diaper off just to play with himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's hanging around. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, it's there for my pleasure, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> really enjoying it. <laughs> so, okay, let's go potty. You know, try to distract him here a little bit. Go, oh, poor little guy. <laughs> oh dear. It's normal and natural. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I and think I, I, I didn't have to... kids, so I don't know. But well, it, it is normal. They're going to be curious. They're, you know, yeah. I, you know, that that is normal. And you don't want to, you know, <sighs> freak out and all no, that no, kind of no. stuff and tell them it's a bad thing. No, you don't want to do that. So you just kind of have to find creative ways to distract <laughs> That's exactly right. And make sure they're not both doing it together, right? <laughs> no, in fact, she was just sitting right there next to him. Just, I mean, wasn't even paying attention to what he was doing. She didn't care. Aw, that's fantastic. Isn't out. that sweet? <laughs> Little cherubs. <laughs> well, what, what's interesting is the fact that uh, so much goes on around us, and there there are a lot of stuff going on that if you really tuned into it, you'd see people doing stuff that, oh, that shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it's interesting. They will have curiosity that M.O., yeah, and so far the curiosities haven't been between each other. They've just been with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm you mentioned that, too, because Spade handed me the phone last night. Or, no, night before last. And little Sammy says, Hey, I wear pull-ups now. I go potty in the toilet. And I, and I hadn't talked to him for about six months. 
and he's talking so plain, and it just, it was just the sweetest thing. And I said, oh, honey, that's so nice. And she just had said she was getting ready to put him to bed, and I said, I'm so proud of you. Now give the phone back to Mommy and go to bed. And he says, no. <laughs> and I went, there's my Sam. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Mm, but I may have to leave in, in a little bit. My friend is going to take me over to Costco, and uh, we're going to do our Costco shopping and have a Polish uh, dog. And mm. I pronounce him Polish because it looks more important than a Polish. <laughs> <laughs> They get they have Polish hands. I know you're Hot taking dogs your dogs over to get polished. I'm going, what? <laughs> okay. Dollar seventy-five yeah, and all the shiny dogs. Can drink, right? That's what they charge for it here at Costco. You get it for a dollar seventy-five and one refill on this great big cup of pop. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah, I thought I, th- I think it's a dollar and a half here unless they've raised it. Well, I could be off, but I never drink the pop. I drink the water. <laughs> well, this is the only time I treat myself, and we get lemonade. So, ah, uh, well, you guys have fun and watch the babies. I like to sit in there and watch the little kids while I'm eating. Well, they don't have that many kids at the Costco. We have... Oh, you don't have a little eating area there where everybody sits down and eats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that. Oh, well, they usually got lots of little kids in ours. Oh, and you can make eye contact with them and you can talk to them soul to soul. That's when I started realizing that, I, that there was this thing about children, you know, because... Because you can just talk to them with your eyes and make them smile and all kinds of stuff. Oh, kids are so receptive that way. They really, you know, I've had, uh, and this, I thought it was weird, just weird with me. And, and not, not that it's weird with you. No, it's not weird. It's they are perceptive like an, a little uh, dog. They know who they can talk to and they know who they can't talk to. Yeah, and it's almost like you're talking to them mentally. Absolutely. Telepathy, yeah. Absolutely. I felt that same way, and I thought, wow, that is totally cool. Mm-hmm. That is totally cool. That's my favorite part about going to Costco, and I give myself the excuse to eat that stupid hot dog I don't want. Yeah, I I do it just because it's a treat to Pat because she gives me a lift, and she's been very sweet. And she had her hip operation. She had her... I, I tell her, I said, I'm glad I wasn't your doctor because I would have taken out the wrong hip. Because I thought it was her left hip she's always been favoring. <laughs> it was her right hip. <laughs> so it's terrible. <laughs> you can see how they can make mistakes, right? <laughs> and you're smarter than the doctor. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but it was it was interesting. She she uh, this other gal had her knee uh, had a knee operation, and she said they sewed it. And she showed it. They show it right over the center of your knee and down. So they're going through as little muscle as possible. And so her hip 
is the same thing. They used to cut it way out and all this other muscle tear and all the pain they used to go through. And they do it straight down over the bone. Oh. They do it over the bone and not around the bone. And he, this guy had two knees and a hip on the morning they went in. And he did those three operations in the morning. We don't know. On the same day? In the same day. Oh, my gosh. It's a it's a factory, but he he's he's so he's so tuned in and has such a a really good team. She was in, she was out, she was home, and she's driving again. She goes to physical wow. therapy and stuff like that. So wow! It's good. Yeah, it's real good. It's really. And we are advancing in ways we don't realize. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, because I know a fellow in our tall club, he had the uh, hip operation. He was in pain all the time. It was terrible, just absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could never get, I don't know. And they had to replace it because it didn't It didn't take or whatever they call it, you know, and it was like, uh, Well, and they've got new materials now they're making it out of. and Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. It's much better material, it's much faster, it's more durable. Pretty soon we'll be able to go, grow our own clones <laughs> for our own body parts. <laughs> That's exactly what they're getting to. It's it's another world, another world. Only takes five months to grow, to grow a full-grown clone. If what I'm reading is truth, I don't know. Yes. But... Think about it, you know. Yeah. And then after I'm thinking about this, I start reading in the newspaper about onions and how they have discovered up here at Washington State College, one of the colleges, that the membrane between the onion thing, you know how an onion is, they've taken and isolated that out and they're making muscle tissue out of it. Not human, but they can make it contract and open, and I'm going, oh, my God. Wouldn't it be neat if they could use vegetables to make parts for people? <laughs> that would be kind of cool. you cook yourself better. <laughs> the onion lady. I love it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but we're just well, on the dawn of this, and I wish we were only 16. <laughs> Why? Because there's going to be so much happen in the next 50 years. Yeah, that's true. And we're kind of, I'm hoping we make it another 50 years, but, you know, then again, maybe by the time we come back, it'll all be wonderful. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) It's all um, a shoot, whatever they call it, the... What is that? I'm not getting that. Crap. Oh, crap shoot. Crap shoot. Crap shoot. Yeah, there you go. Grandy. I was shouting from across the room. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's all a crap shoot. <laughs> How are you feeling, Quintina? Well, I think that was Emily. Oh. From across the room. Right, Emily? Oh, oh. See, I mixed up voices. Yeah. 
Yes, that was. I thought it was Quintina too. <laughs> what was it? What, was I wrong? I mean, I don't know. Earth to Quintina, Earth to Quintina, come in, please. She can't. She's off the line. Oh. <laughs> I am so quick. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, man. <laughs> what planet are we on? Uh, uh, we, when you find out, will you tell us? No. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm on planet I thought you would. <laughs> what was that? I'm on planet Orpha. Yeah, I think we're all You're on different planet. planet. Orpha, I like it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's a good planet. You're in charge of that one. That's cool. I am. <laughs> yep. And I see lots of dolphins up there. I don't know why. Well, it's their choice. I got, all, I, got all, I got all kinds of animals. <laughs> well, I'm on your planet, and if you don't have dolphins, you do now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I like dolphins. I love dolphins. Dolphins are your friends. There's a wonderful YouTube about a dolphin and a dog and uh, down in Hawaii someplace. And uh, the dog would race down, I guess, when this neighbor would go down to the, the she was a mariner, you know, or from some scientific marine life thing and the dog knew when she left and he would race down after her and hop on her boat with her and but he would always talk to the the dolphin and the dolphin was there and and there was all sorts of fun things that they did and they were best buddies and then uh something happened then the dog I, i guess they slammed the boat on and he slid right off into the water I mean, he's just like a little carrier of some sort. And there were sharks there. And the school of dolphins uh, surrounded him, and his buddy put him on his back. I saw that. And it was so fascinating. I saw an addition to it where the lady mariner and the owner of the dog met over that instance and then they got married and the dolphins oh, were out wow. there and then that dolphin that saved the dog found a dolphin girl and so they were they oh, I didn't the see bouquet, all that. they threw the bouquet at the dolphins and they they took it in their mouth and went off <laughs> was oh so I didn't see that but I saw a, a clip of a dolphin a dog on a dolphin that yeah. was rescued. So it yeah. wasn't that same story. This was an actual thing. It was, it was actually was. It was just a continuation oh. of it. It was the oh. same dog. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was. It really was awesome. I thought it was okay, I'm coming back as a dolphin. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we're at 1132 right now, and... Um, I want to get ready for my friend. She'll she's going to the chiropractor, and she should be over here soon. And I don't want us to be rushed and slamming out of here. And I want to be sure we give everybody all their hugs and and energies. 
and, and we want to send some to Lola and what she's going through with her car and her home and stuff like that, and to Jerry and, and, uh, and Gerald so that they get a lot of healing energy because that's what we can give them, the love and healing mm-hmm. energy. And even Elaine down in Texas, that's a uh, drama. And Marsha, yeah. And Marsha, she wants to do the crystal. That was the other thing. Did you want me to get Charlie on here and do the crystal thing with you and, and Char- with oh, Charlie? Oh, I love that. I love okay, that. Okay, I'll call him and because we're, Friday's a good day for all of us or we can get more people. Does everybody that. else want to do that? Mm-hmm. Emily, Orpha, Colin. Yeah. You want yeah. to do? Have me get Charlie Rogers on. He's a good old man. He's he's a young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's a good guy out of Lexington. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I'll I'll um, find a date when he he can do it. So uh, yeah, his former wife uh, Diane died, and his mother has died. So he's got a lot more free time. Not that any of us ever have free time because we fill it with so many of the other things we couldn't do while we were taking care. So <laughs> what happened to Lola or what Lo- what is Lola going through? With Lola you? Lola had uh, a car came uh, her car came back and uh I don't know if you heard the accident that happened some girl was pa- passing their property and had fallen asleep and came down through oh. their property. And if she hadn't hit her car, she would have gone off a cliff and no one would have known oh, yeah, that I she had gone off the cliff. And so the car was the barrier. And so what they're doing is putting up a fencing around it so that doesn't happen to anybody. At least that here, you know, I don't know if they're putting a fence up at the road and down below, but uh, they're doing some safety things to prevent that from ever happening again. Because they would never have known. And the dog got, was growling, and they couldn't figure out why he was growling. Because yeah, they, they didn't even, even, even the hear the crash. That's what really amazes me. Yeah, they <laughs> never heard the crash. And that's, that was scary. But uh, that's what Lola and, and uh, her husband, Rick, are really dealing with. So. Bless their hearts. They didn't need anything else. Yeah, they didn't need more. <laughs> and now her car, is there, she's having trouble. Was she trying to get it fixed or... Or no, the insurance company had to pay for it, but it's you know how that goes. Yeah. So they bought the car back, and she wanted to uh, talk to him about it, and she had to hang up because it was going on too long. So okay. it may we'll know next week what the what went well, on. Well, Earth but. isn't going to end in the next week, so we'll get to talk about it all again next week. Right, right. Well, that's that's what I want us to really visualize that for. Uh, to send out the energy that people come to peace within themselves first. Is it always has to start with ourselves first. And when you're at peace with yourself, then you can be peace at peace with your family members, and then peace with your neighbors, and then peace with your community. And uh, it is the, the pebble in the pond, but it starts with you. And I think we've all come a great deal to have more peace because we don't get fractured like we used to. We don't get hysterical like we used to. And so we've come into a lot of calmness in ourselves. And it sounds on the on our show, that calmness. So I just want to validate you. Get ready for a joyful meeting next Friday because 
for some reason, all these people are telling me that something really good is going to happen on Thursday. So if okay. we can't get on the call because the Internet is done, down because our prosperity funds are coming in, just all of us be in joy anyway, okay? <laughs> I mean, let me predict the best outcome of everything, and let's do it by next week. I've been tired of waiting for 50 years. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> we have been, but the, the the point is patience is the virtue. I've been a patient at every hospital in town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be a patient. In <laughs> I love you guys. And I'm going to start doing comedy. Go. I'm going to start doing comedy. <laughs> It is about the words, girl. You are so right. It is about the words. <laughs> uh-huh. Well done. So let's let's uh, put our arms out and have our little friends. Here comes friends. the hug. Uh, I can right. hear those kids and too. There we go. And and think of everybody in a, your own positive energy. What you're growing on and how you're sending it out to other people. A one, a two, a three. Mm. Good I'm so job. jealous of you with your high voice, Wonderland. <laughs> well, I love your little high voice. <laughs> <laughs> soprano. She's a soprano one. Yeah. She probably never ever smoked cigarettes either. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I attempted, but it never worked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you all next week. Bye-bye. Okay, Bye-bye. good. Bye-bye. Love y'all. Have a great one. (laughs) Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.